Welcome to Bleed TV, the podcast, the best shows on TV. And I'm Zach. And I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And good night, guys. We are talking about our Game of Thrones preview cast. Uh, we just feel like uh, we got to put some information out there and talk about it because I'm going to be honest with you. I think this is going to be one of the most exciting seasons yet. Um, I don't know about the rest of you, but I am more than ready for this. Oh, you know I am. I'm a big fanboy for this type of show. So this is my favorite. Um, uh, most people know that if they listen to this podcast. So I'm super stoked about this. Um, a lot of stuff I haven't read in the books is coming up this season. So I'm looking forward to being surprised and also not surprised because some of the stuff is pretty badass that's coming. Well, I mean, this is the first time that you and me are actually going to be viewers of the show because we've been book readers, so we've known where it's going to go. And I'm excited to actually just sit back and be kind of brainless to what's going on. Absolutely. Absolutely. I won't be judgmental, like thinking they got it wrong from the book or the show, you know, back and forth either way. But I'm looking forward to it too, man. Just kind of going in, you know. Yeah, because I mean, I was very judgmental last season and I, I was pretty harsh on it. Like, I'm really hoping for a strong bounce back season, in my opinion. Well, if guys, if, you, if you're just joining our podcast or, you know, that you're really just kind of giving us a shot for Game of Thrones or whatever, um, you know, last year was kind of uh, the first season of Game of Thrones was our very first pod that my brother and I, Jake and I, did ever. And that's the first show we ever started, and it was awful. <laughs> and we, we broke down every scene one by one. It was, you know, almost just embarrassing we'll go back and listen to and how things have changed but uh you know one year later over 100 episodes uh over 15 different shows multiple movies different things commitment and this is a big deal for us and we're really going to put a lot of heart and soul into this show um, and just shows how much our sh our podcast has grown adding another host an awesome guy cash uh, and so we really want to just try to get as much great content, great opinions, um, different you know dissections of scenes, different things like that for this season coming up. And so tonight, all we really want to do is just basically be fanboys and talk about what we're excited about that's coming up, these previews we've seen, and different things. And I'll open it up by saying, Jake, what do you think is, based on previews and all like that, what do you think is going to be the most exciting thing or thing you're looking forward to most that you've you know rolled up with so far? Well, one of the major things I'm looking forward to, and this kind of bounces off last season with the Hard Home episode, is in the previews we see the actual Army of the Dead again. You know, they were playing with that and playing with that and playing with that for season after season, and then we finally saw some of it in Hard Home. But they also show them once again lined up, battle formations, ready to fight in this preview. We could both agree that Hard Home is probably that's number one best number, episode. Best episode in game of thrones it could be top three episode on tv oh i love it i absolutely love it and i'm you know that is i'm assuming it's supposed to be the main storyline is the battle of the living and the dead which we also hear in the trailer from davos so i like to see that that's progressing you know and you like to see these massive special effects scenes you know what i mean that's that they nail you know, a lot of times, man, do they? These shows that don't have a big enough budget can't handle this type of stuff. But last year, they showed that they can crush it out of the park with something like that. Yeah, in my mind, the special effects, cinematography, and the way it was just written and delivered was just money in the bank. I mean, I can, like I said, there's not a more memorable episode, maybe the Red Wedding, that I just kind of like. I can I can almost dissect details 
verbatim, and I haven't watched it in so long. Oh, that's wonderful. And what about you, Cash? What do you What do you think based on considering both of you guys are book knowledge yeah. with the show, and I'm completely novice, no no literature, no background to it. You know, uh, what do you think? You know, coming into this, that's going to be pretty exciting for this season. Well, I'm going to be on the opposite end of the spectrum and just say dragons. I mean, Drogon looks massive, <laughs> phenomenal flying. We have the other two, Rhaegal and I'm blanking on the white one's name, Viserion. Viserion. Just looking at how see how big that they are because we haven't really seen them since they they were little baby pup dragons, and so we see Rhaegal in there with the fire starting in the back of his throat and then coming full force out towards Tyrion. I can't wait. You know, I'm gonna be honest with you. You know, I'm looking forward to both those, and uh, you know, nothing is skew cash, but I, I'm definitely leaning towards the Army of the Dead just because of what Hardhome set up. But you know, to me, what makes this show you know, so diabolically fun is to see people who get stabbed in the back and the misconceptions and the, you know, the, the revenge and, or even the so lack the game. of revenge. And so, you know, I believe it or not, I'm really curious to see about, you know, the, you know, the, um, the whole deal with Cersei and her, how her plot line is going to unfold with her Frankenstein, the, you know, the mountain and different things like that, you know, and that whole, you know, you know the whole little line of the you know let's show Lannisters what Lannisters do to our enemies and da 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 da, you know. And I can't I'm, I hate I hate that I'm even saying it, but I'm actually rooting for a little bit of Lannister you know comeback you know and so on when I've always been wanting them all dead for forever. And that's what's so good about this show is that I just I, it's amazing how just a few episodes can completely flip you on top of your head about how your motivations and your you know alliances for people you're going for. Oh, I mean, so much happens in just a single episode that your alliances can change back and forth. But, I mean, since you bring up the Lannisters and everything, let me go ahead and ask y'all, who do you think wins the season? Who do you think is at the top of this mountain by the, when the season's said and done? Mm, I mean, just in King's Landing? I mean, just in general. Like, I mean, who do you think? I mean, it could be the White Walkers, the Dragons, Daenerys. I, I mean, think this is going to be a Sansa strong season. Okay. Um I think you're kind of getting a couple little glimpses of her. You get a good quote from her saying, all I think about is the things that I've lost. Um, I see her kind of coming into her own a little bit of this season. Well, I mean, the character, the actress that plays her had a very good quote on someone asked her how they view Sansa in three words, and she just said, boss-ass bitch. Yeah. So <laughs> I think you're leaning in a good direction. Well, you add to that, Entertainment Weekly put on here about how the women are going to steal the show for this season. You know, And so... I mean, I'm right there with you, bro. I think that's very, very possible. Um, you know, I would even, I would really hope that even Brienne comes out somehow on top of this situation. But, you know, if I, to add to that, I would say that to me, I'm kind of hoping we have a redemptive situation with Jamie. You know, we've gone through the whole spiel of him losing his hand and learning how to fight again and da da da. I really want to see him and Braun, you know, at the peak of their game doing something, you know. And that's what, I, that's what I'm hoping for, but I, I'm, I'm also very leery that this show is great about giving you all this hope for a character to come through and have this amazing moment and to be chopped down unmercifully <laughs> and left there bleeding, you know, death, you know, like the hound. You know what I mean? Well, so, I mean, I thought Jamie was pretty redemptive last season. I thought they did a really good job about showing different sides of him, about him wanting to be a father. Well, I'm talking about action. I want, I want to see him be able to wield a sword like he used to be able to do. Well, I mean, just having one hand, I think that's going to be pretty difficult, especially using a pretty massive broadsword still. 
I know, you know, but I have my hopes and prayers. Jamie's Jamie's relationship with Cersei always depends on whether or not he's on a redemptive side or not. Cersei pushes him to the negative. When he's not with her, he's the positive Jamie. The Jamie you think is redemptive and has a better story and, you know, I think it's better on screen. When Jamie's with Cersei and they're near each other or they're attached in some kind of relationship, he's full-on negative and ends up, you know, getting on your bad side, usually. I don't know. He's looking pretty strong in the trailers, leading these armies, looking pretty amazing on the horseback and everything. And he's with Cersei in a lot of these trailers. not there when he's leading an army, necessarily. True. Now, when he's there with the Faith Militant and stuff like that, see, the problem is with Faith Militant is they're too far one direction. Mm -hmm. It's like you agree with what they do. You agree that the Lannisters need their comeuppance, but they go too far. But see, the Lannisters on the opposite end of the spectrum, and they go too far. So it's like there's no happy balance. So you well, just I mean, have to pick which characters you want to see come out on top, basically. The Faith Milton always went too far, and that's why they ended up just being disbanded. Right. And so it was interesting to see how quickly they got to too far right off the bat. Yeah, it just takes a you know a leader and a cult. And yeah, and very, very cultish <laughs> in the form of a religion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the preview definitely makes it look like we're about to storm the Faith Militant's little, you know, castle or church or like that. And even the question of, "You dare shed blood?" And, you know, the gods and the gods have done far worse. You know? <laughs> yeah, so, I thought that was a great line. You know, I'm, I'm really, 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 really licking my chops to see where that's going to go. But I'll be honest with you, on just what they show you, all that stuff is just like. Just deception, like a magic trick. I'm going to show you this to make you think this, and you're going to be blown away when they're really trying to go a different direction. So, you know, I've learned in a few seasons of walking, watching this Game of Thrones that these previews are just meant to absolutely fool you in where you think they're going. They're just there to make you drool, kind yeah. of give you, give you that glimpse again. You know that that feeling again, like diving you back into that world again. You know, that's it. And I've got a lot of feelings from these previews. Yeah. I don't know about y'all. They yeah. reveal they reveal so little. You know, they give you these glimpses to make you make assumptions. You know, to make you think where something's going. But nine out of ten times, it goes the total opposite direction. Yeah, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. So a, cu- a character I'm very curious about. I know you mentioned Sansa earlier, like that. I'm really curious to see, are we going to have any big plays or power plays out of Littlefinger this season? Do you think he's going to be a, pr- a primary character? I think Littlefinger's going to be on his heels this season. I kind of um, feel the same way. I kind of feel like he's going to be catching himself a lot the entire time, you know, hoping to stay out of the uh, you know, lion's eyes, you know say. I couldn't disagree more. I don't think Littlefinger knows how to be on his heels. I don't think he ever will be. I think he's had his hands in so many pockets and has control of people money-wise. Because he, he's been, like, collecting debts. Like, I mean, he was changing the books back in King's Landing, and everyone's kind of been paying him. I think he might be one of the richest people in King's Landing and in that realm. And so I think he's going to start throwing that money around. I could be wrong. I, but I just don't see him backpedaling anywhere. The reason I say on his heels is more because of Sansa. I feel like if Sansa comes as her own, starts making her own decisions, not following Littlefinger's play. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If she starts doing that, Littlefinger's made so many enemies. You know, the Knights of the Vale, they're not happy with them. Then you got the Lannisters, they're not happy with them. Uh, obviously, the Boltons and them, they're not going to be too pleased. 
I just think he has enemies on so many sides. Now, don't get me wrong; he's probably one of the smartest people in Westeros, yeah. in the world that we, you know, this shows in. Um, but I think he's going to get some surprises this year. I mean, just he, from Sansa's point of view, he could. But I mean, he's still the ruler of the Vale. I mean, he hasn't really upset anyone in that instance. I don't think. I can't remember who he would have upset. Yeah, I mean. And then with Sansa, I mean, he's, she's still under the assumption that he didn't know anything about Ramsey. So, I mean, she could try to take it out and be like, there's no way you didn't know. <laughs> but, and I mean, the Lannisters, he still comes at their beck and call. Like, I mean, he hasn't really rubbed anyone the wrong way. Yeah, but I still don't think anyone trusts him. True. I mean, I, that, that's... I, I think, just to expand on that, I think basically he is, he is going to be more of a liability to a lot of the future storylines, and that's why I feel like he's going to be on his heels because he's. In, it's better for him not to be around than it is to be around when it comes to a lot of these future endeavors, to me. Absolutely. But I, I think he's just got his hands in every future endeavor, and he's played both sides so well that – Eventually he, that catches up to you, though. I don't think it's yet. I, I mean, it could be. I mean, I'm excited to see him every time he pops up and where he's going to take this. Well, you know, another character that's in this little group right here is, is that when we last saw is that, you know, i tell you what, before I ask this, there's three characters that are popped up that are very curious about whether or not they're a part of this next season. And, of course, the most famous one is Jon Snow. You know, predictions on whether or not we actually think this is a character we're going to have again this season. Comments. Absolutely. No doubt he's he's coming back. Okay, because, you know, they've said in the news, you know, unequivocally he's dead, but that means nothing. Okay, yeah, he's dead, but that doesn't mean he can't be reanimated. I, he's 100% dead, but how they decide – there's a bunch of different ways they can resurrect him. Now, if he comes back fully as Jon Snow or just like 70 80% of Jon Snow, I don't know. I got you. I mean, but, to me, me not being a book reader or anything like that, yeah, I think it was very curious that Melisandre shows up at the same episode. He's, you know, he's he's murdered and so on, you know. And so to me, that's like, okay, there it is. It's, it's the open door of, all right, there, we know how he's coming back. You know what I mean? But, well, I think that's the better question: is how does he get brought back and who brings him back? You got any ideas? Because Melisandre has never had the power to bring someone back that she's aware of. Now, the only person we've ever seen do it is Thoros. And that was and, back in season two? Yeah, that was a long time ago. We haven't seen them since almost. And we had a couple little things with Arya, mm-hmm. you know, but that's it. So I would love to see Thoros and Mir come back. You know, I would love to see Melisandre hunt them down to bring him back. Right. You know, because honestly, how does Davos not just lop her head right off when he sees her? After he finds out that she burnt up the princess, I mean, they're going to have to do some serious explaining to make it where Davos doesn't just blade her. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And not only that, I mean, consider this. She's the one who motivated Stannis to go into battle to basically his ultimate demise. And that leads me to my second question. Is Stannis Baratheon still alive? No. I, I think because you know they left you hanging last year. You heard the sword hit the tree, but you didn't hear you know blood or anything, a head roll. I think there was a reason they left that off. My only, the only proof in my mind that there is, is that I just can't believe they let a character that big die off screen. I'm with you, Jake. To me, I think Brienne, for some crazy reason, 
shows mercy for some odd reason. She hits the tree above or something of that nature. She was sitting watching this unlit candle for months <laughs> to go and save Sansa. And then if she left this unlit candle to not kill Stannis, I think that's a bigger travesty than letting Stannis die off screen. But the thing is, is Bran's story is a travesty. Bran's story is the fact that she has never been able to keep her oaths because something always happens. You know, she, the only thing she's ever been able to do was get Jamie to King's Landing. And even then, he had to save her a bunch of times. You know, so it's like... and with, But, I mean, this one was just so clear-cut. It was right there. I, I think it was just cause for speculation so people who had something to talk about. But I think he's 100% dead. See, I, I just think it... I look at it like when somebody does want to come down on Brienne, the deepest way to cut her is to just ask her, well, really, what have you accomplished? Like, what... True. What oaths have you kept? What promises have you kept? Do you know? But I mean, also the character who plays Stannis has been throwing a lot of shade towards Game of Thrones. He's oh, really? Been, yeah, he's like, I don't know why a lot of people watch it. It's just a TV show, yada, yada, yada. Like he... So oh, like sour grapes. Cause, yeah, because he was phenomenal on the yeah, show. He's a great actor in the show. Yeah, so I, I, mean, I mean, honestly, I hope he's still alive. Because I'd like to see him even be redeemed a little bit. Well, I mean, I want him to be alive just because he was such a better character in the book. He was strong in the book. I agree. Um, and I they mean, had some strong moments for him in the show, too. Uh, not many, though. No, I mean, maybe not. But the thing is, is he'd have a, a really good moment, and then he'd have the worst moment <laughs> of the show. Oh, You yes. know, where he's Brutal. giving up his daughter and stuff like that. And I his mean, lows like, were a lot <laughs> lower than his highs. Man. He has brutal tossing turns <laughs> with his character. Yeah. Um, and then the wild card player, that we there's been some talk that might be reappearing, and that is the Hound. You know, any, any thoughts on this? I'm going to say almost 100% no on this season. I, I have a feeling, and I have a major hope that he's alive. Amen. Amen. Yeah. He, he is... At least top three of my favorite characters on the show. I'm right there with you. He might be a top two for me. I mean, just, yeah. I mean, I, I'm hoping we see the Hound in the future. I see him being alive, but I don't really see him coming back to this world. I think he's at peace with, with where he's at. He's accepted his fate and everything. And is going to be one of the few characters who has an end. And I think I'm okay with that. I mean, of course, obviously, I would love to see him team back with Arya and just go rummaging around Westeros, but <laughs> I think he's happy where he's at. That's some of the best show we had, though. Was yeah, it really was, man. And it was just I mean, the epic fight scene and the whole nine yards and just their dynamic together. And was, how much she grew with him. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was a huge, just a huge letdown. Not a letdown, but just a, a major loss for the show. When, you know, they portray him as being gone for good, you know. So. But what do you think about Arya? I mean, since we talked about her a little bit, I mean, we see quite a few shots of her in the preview. Yeah, the the whole blind thing is creepy as all get out. And the whole, you know, the threat of, you know, you, you've been given, you know, two chances. There will not be a third. And, um, 
Do you so see peeling the face off somebody? <laughs> yeah, I uh, just. Uh, you know, and of course, the original poster and you know, and original preview shows all the faces of all these dead people mm-hmm. and yeah. like that. And I was just like, that that storyline has such potential to be just amazing. You know what I mean? And I, I'm I'm hoping it really blossoms this season. But I'm really worried. I'm really worried that that is going to be just kind of an opening punch and then move away from her character because they did so much really cool stuff with her last season. You know, her getting revenge and her going through the trials and tribulations and learning the death and the whole face. All that stuff was such, such cinematic to me. And, you know, and then to have the whole be blinded at the end and freaking out like that, I was just like, wow, you know. So I really don't know how much more they're going to go with that. I'm hoping a whole bunch. Well, let me ask you this. Do you think she finishes her training with the faceless men or do you think she gets kicked out? To me, I think she finishes it. I think, you know, I think it, to be left blind and kicked out or do like that, it's like that. I think that would, I don't see her character being able to grow into anything that's enjoyable to see on screen. And so that's almost even a waste of a storyline to me. What about you, Jake? I think she definitely finishes. I do think she starts to progress so much that she is able to keep from Jack and Agar that she still holds her list in the back of her mind that even when she finishes training that she still plans on killing those people she planned on killing. And I think because she holds onto that list, I don't think she ever finishes that training. I don't think she is a character that is ever going to completely finish everything that she set out to do. I could, I, I, I could, I could see that because no one ever, you know, states what they want to do and is able to accomplish anything in the show. That's basically what the show <laughs> is, is that, it starts off here, and you know you want to have this amazing revenge and storyline, da 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 da. And like I said, you get hacked to the knees, and you're led there, bleed to death. Which is why I don't see the Hound coming back into the fold of the show. I can see him having like a cameo or something, but not being brought back in. Nah, I see. I, I think Arya is going to have a massively triumphant moment. It may I hope be a so. super dark moment because it's already really dark what she is. Yes. Um. But I actually have a strange prediction that she might kill Jack and Agar. Ooh. And just any reason for that, or you just think she wants to? More or less to keep him from stopping her, in a way, maybe. Like like I said, I think she still wants to go and assassinate the people she wants to assassinate. Yeah. Her revenge story. So, if those people are still alive in the series, and she's going through her training and stuff like that, you know, at the end, if he tries, you know, to stop her in any way, I have this weird feeling that she might be the one to kill him. Okay. Or the waif. You know what I mean? I mean, my dream is she's stabbing Cersei in the neck and whispers in her ear, "The North remembers." Yeah, and, just, and, that, and that's how the show ends for me. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I agree. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Absolutely. I honestly feel like the. It's possible that one of the closing scenes of this entire series is going to be. Arya murdering somebody. Arya sticking somebody and then peeling her face off to reveal who it is. You know. I mean, goosebumps. Yeah, absolutely. She. I think you named it right there. That would be the ultimate death of the show to watch Cersei like take it to the throat, just survive everything, and then just have it end with her behind her, ending her life, and just like the North remembers, or just says a Lannister always pays their debts. Just some faceless servant girl walking up to her, you know. 
yeah, fetch me my wine. And then when she drinks it, you know, the servant girl just... <laughs> you know, just I mean, the laser right there. Yeah, I mean, I just, I can't... They have just beat that into our head season after season. She's, her list, her list, her list. She wants a revenge. She still kept Needle. She hid Needle. You know what I mean? She is always going to have Arya Stark inside of her. You know, but I think she wants to learn the training so she can be that badass to do it. Yeah, I'm hoping the training is completely completed. I think it's going to be done, and I think we're going to get to see some of its effect. And that's what I'm looking forward to. I agree. I don't know if we'll see it all this season. I think we're going to see more training this season. So, I'm going to tell you one storyline I'm really not looking forward to. And I hate to say it, it's Danny. I mean... Really? I'm just not... I'm all, I'm good for the dragon stuff. Okay. I'm, I like dragon stuff, but the whole Danny being captured solo. So just Danny or like with Tyrion? And, just the Danny part okay. of it, to be honest with you. You know, her being on a solo deal like that, I really don't see where that's going to go and materialize, and I'm I'm not feeling it. Well, Based on what they've shown and where they're going with that. You know, she's hiding her rings. She's, we went from the... We went from the bottom to the top to the super top all the way back to the bottom again. I mean, she faded hard for me last season. She was one of the more disappointing characters. Amen. I mean, her 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 storyline with the, you know, Sons of the Harpy and all that stuff, there was some good oh. twists with that and stuff, but some of it I mean, they killed off, you know, some of the The Sons of the Harpy are the biggest plot hole in this sh- in the show for me just because they are murdering unsullied left and right and not just like popping and dinking and dunking and stuff, but they're full out beating them in battle. Now, my brother and I had the biggest conversation about this last year. There's no reason the Unsullied, who have been built up to be the best, warriors. The best fighting force in the Westeros or the world, are being just brutalized by, by these Unsullied yeah. just slave boys and stuff. By rich people who've it, never it, held it a just, dagger it, or we, anything. This was one part of the Game of Thrones last year. We bashed... Because um, who was it? Um, Barristan Selmy. But yeah, Barristan on the way, way he and went Grey out. Worm. worm yeah. and, um, the, you know, and then like the numbers, like we kept, you know, we had this elite army, and then it was like dwindled down to nothing, you know. And I was like, really? You well, know? we just had this massive amount of unsullied, and then, but you only saw little pieces of them when it came to a fight with the Sons of the Harpy, and they're not even using their short swords; they're only using their spear. Which makes no sense. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, there was a lot of lot of gap, a lot of hole. I look forward to the fact that it's going to be Tyrion. Oh, I think he's going to Harris. You know, controlling the political aspects of, you know, I think they're going to have Marine whipped into shape quick, fast, Marine, and in a yeah. hurry. Yeah, I mean, uh, like I, this I'm, is going to be Tyrion from season two, and I couldn't be happier. Like, oh, I look forward to it because you want Tyrion running the show. I don't know. I'm worried, and then. But yeah, Danny going back to what? What's the uh, vowel? Vestalthrak. But this is Cal um, Jocko. Jocko. We saw him a long time ago. He He was was one of um, Cal Drogo's blood riders, right? That that turned against her and took all the people away. Because he was supposed to kill himself since Drogo died, but he decided to leave beforehand and take, I think, about two-thirds of Drogo's army. And yeah. he has made it even bigger. I mean, this thing drains seas of water. It's so big. But I know you're I know you're not looking forward to it and stuff like that, but you got to assume the potential of what this could lead to. If Danny can turn this to her side, this is a massive... 
Dalthraki army. army. Oh, I mean, have. Drogon is going to turn this into her army. Well, um, see, so here's the thing. She already had the most impressive army, and we see where that went. And so they're really going to have to recoup my opinion for this to turn around and say that the Dothraki are the are now the new elite group and people. What, the, what you need to hope for is that Danny understands that she can't rule like a foreign city like this. You know what I mean? That this would push her from that type of stuff and say, you need to come on to Westeros. You know, that's what you need to hope for. That this is the turning point that says, you know, stop fooling around with Marine and let's get our ass into Westeros and fight. Yeah, the hope here is that Tyrion and Vares can show her how to rule a place like this and that she just becomes so angry, she burns Marine to the ground and just says, all right, we're starting <laughs> over in Westeros. That's where I actually care about. Yeah, you say that, and I, I don't get me wrong. I wouldn't mind if somebody put a match to Marine by any means, but it would completely unfold everything that she's done for the entire last season of trying to rule by, you know, freeing slaves, doing Break this her stuff. chains and all that stuff. You know, yeah. all that kind of stuff for her just to go burn it to the ground, you know. Is that a bad woo- thing? No, I'm not saying, but it's just not realistic to the show and what her character is. And so on. So that's why I say I'm not looking forward to this because I think they've pigeonholed her character to a point. And what makes her character exciting is, is that her supporting cast of people around her, you know, like y'all talk about Tyrion and everything else. And of course, you know, my favorite, you know, my top three character, you know, and he's dying, you know, he's got the freaking grayscale off his arm, you know. Jordan. That has progressed. You know. I, I, I don't know yeah. how long it's been, but I mean, he's almost looking scaly on I mean, the he, arm. He is a, one of my top characters. I mean, and. Uh, What's his name? Um, top three character, don't know his name? To Jorah? Jorah. Jorah, yeah. No, I, was about, <laughs> I said it a second ago. I was like, wait a minute. Why are you saying <laughs> double guess over here? But, yeah, I mean, he – I'm really concerned about him. I'm hoping we get something that stops his arm from turning like that and it, or it turns into something cool. There, or, there's not much that really you can stop great. Well, you don't have to be Debbie Downer over there, Sorry. okay? You know, I said it what I was well, hoping I think, for. I think we can bring what, people back alive, but we can't stop the arm from turning grayscale? Hang on. This is what I'm going to say. Cash and I are aware of a character that doesn't appear to be it's going to be in this. Yes. Okay. Who has a problem with his arm. Who is then helped by somebody and the arm is fixed. So, could they put Jorah into that role and have him be fixed the same way that character was? I'm holding out hope. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to know that at least one of the three has a little support from me. But understand here. that they took a, I mean, beloved book character. And if they're, it looks like they're not putting him in the show. I don't think so. I will be pleasantly surprised if he is in the show. If the character Victorian is not in the show, <laughs> it'll be very disappointing. But it doesn't look like he's there. I don't have expectations for him to be there. Now, I've heard this. This this is some ultimate warrior who wears like unbelievable armor and, you know, is that This right? guy wears red lobstered steel armor and stuff like that anyway he he's a gray joy character i don't want to get into it because it kind of gets in spoiler territory but he has a concern with his arm mm-hmm. that gets fixed by another character so if they want to go that route with jorah and have him replace that character which would be in the same vicinity that could be you know it could be a cool twist in the could original be a cool twist actually 
probably a damn fine twist on the story itself, actually. Well, I'm, 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 I'm holding hope. There's hope. Since you brought up the Greyjoys, how, how are you feeling about the Greyjoys this season? Like, Is this going to kind of be a redemptive season for them, do you think? Well, it's weird. I didn't see Theon in the trailer. I thought there was All one right. part yeah, the, where he was laying on the ground. That was his head laying on the ground, and somebody no, walked no, up no, behind no. him. That's uh, Marjorie's brother. Loras. Uh, Loras. Okay. They're both well, you know, you dirty see, as hell you in the jail. You see Reek or Greyjoy's sister, you know, yeah, uh, in Yara. the preview. I think you she's see her with an army. Yara in the show? Yara. Yara. Yeah. Uh, you see Yara for a second, and you see a guy that looks just like Theon. All right? I mean, it looks just like him. A little older version of him. And that's a different character. So, but I mean, I think the, I mean, he's definitely going to be in the show. Oh, he's definitely in there. I mean, he's the one that saves Sansa. They're together. Yeah. Uh, it's it's in some form or fashion. Well, do we do we come back? Do we come back to Theon? Or are we stuck with Reek for another season? Uh, I, I think know. he's Reek permanently. I mean, we we don't know, but he's he, pretty broken. Yeah, yeah. Well, somebody needs to finish that break. I, I think Sansa might. I don't know, but I, I'm excited to see where the Grey Joys go because we are introducing some new ones. We're bringing back Yara, and mm-hmm. I think that they're going to have the season I thought Dorne was going to have last year. Which blah, was a very strong blah one. blah. Greyjoy, Schmayjoy. I got nothing for them. Oh, you, you say that now, but there's some good Greyjoys, like good characters. Greyjoys. They haven't introduced one yet. You don't think Theon's a good character? He used to be, <laughs> and now he's nutless freak called Reek, who's become useless, <laughs> who can't walk out of a cage, and even turns. He into saved Sansa. Sansa. He, he's not useless after he turned her in. Mm, well, okay. I mean, yeah, there you go. You're not a hero when you create the problem and solve it. <laughs> Let's go ahead and put that out there, people. Okay, hey, man, redemptive, <laughs> redemptive. Uh, I've had more redemptive craps in the toilet. <laughs> anyway, who else? Is there anybody else I mean, out we got, there? We got Dorn. Oh. Which I'm hoping can well, be redeemed. If it's but. anything like the Sand Sisters of last season, I'm going to fast forward through this area. I don't think it. I don't think it can be because there's not going to be anything in Dorne necessarily. Because Marcella was killed. Yeah. You know, now it has to be counterattack. Well, well I mean, we saying? still have one Dornish person who has to sit on the uh, high count high council. I mean, they they still have to bring somebody along. So well, it's going to be interesting who they give that seat to. I'm going to be honest thing. with you. I don't think Dorne's even a character in the next season. I think they they severed that to my point. Oh, no. They're, oh, no. Uh, I don't think so. Oh, they, they have they such revenge. and zero in the preview for Dorne. It, there was a new trailer that dropped that was a little bit showed about Dorne. But, I mean, we'll Tristane. one episode with a little bit in it. That's it. They have Tristane. He's going to be sitting on the council probably unless they murder him. Or he's a hostage. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there, there's a lot that is still to be played. And the leader of Dorne is a genius. Well, I'll just go ahead and rephrase what I'm saying. I hope they leave as much Dorne out as possible. Oh, that makes me so sad. I mean, it's, just based it, on what they no, did. No, I mean, it's fair. Season, it was awful. It was it's, atrocious. It's the, the, fair j- criticism. The jail cell was the only worthy scene, and it was a pointless Only because worthy. we had a pair, a nice rack in it. Yes. And Braun was in the scene. But it was Other a than pointless. That, the fight scenes, the Sand Sisters... Everything, Garbage. All, all that was absolutely <laughs> on television. Okay, I'm sorry. It was the it was definitely one of the lowest points of Game of Thrones. That and the the, the Sons of the Harpy. Yeah, I mean, Dorne might not have a massive part of this season because I mean they really. Well, 
let me just throw in some news. Benioff and Weiss came out and said that they think they only have about 13 episodes left to film. They think that will wrap the story. Which is huge news. Yeah, after, after this season. They said there's nothing set in stone that they won't be 10 season or 10 episode seasons. But he's saying that they only have scripted to finish 13 episodes. So that would mean, he said, there would be a seven episode next season and a six episode final season. Now, if that's the case, they have a boatload of stuff to wrap up this season. Which could be fun for us because you'll get a high pace. A lot of pace, right. And I mean, do you even think that necessarily happens this season that they're wrapping everything up, or do you think they're going to just they're gonna launch everything next season? They're gonna have to at least get the pawns in place. You know I mean it's already been filmed. And so I mean, when did they decide that they only had thirteen more episodes? They're gonna have to close some parts of it. Right now you got fifteen separate storylines going. You're gonna have to close out a few of those or merge some to pigeon into a a, where you like you said, pawns in place to be able to do that. Oh, I agree, but I mean this this has already been shot for like three months. Right. So I mean Well I will say this. I'll say that this season needs to have most of the all the characters need to have a path in front of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, no more fiddling about with whatever's going on. Their path needs to be defined. You know what I'm saying? And then the following season will be lining everybody up, and then this final season will be battle. And, do you and, do you think the 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 rap is is the convergence of all stories? Well, yeah. Well, to a point, you know, what I'm yeah, saying? to a point. But ending I mean, stories and well, what I'm getting at is, I mean, yeah. Right now, everybody, everybody talks about, you know, it's the evil versus. I mean, the the dead versus the alive. Yeah, I don't the, think it's going to. All it's be not going to be a situation up. where all characters merge against. You know, we're all together to fight the dead. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't see that at all. If no. anything, you know, it'll be the good fight for some, and the rest will have their characters sniffed or snuffed out or whatever. Yeah, I don't see it all becoming into one big battle versus the Night Walkers or anything. Like, I don't know who gets left out of it, but I mean, I think a majority of the cast will be left out of that fight because it just doesn't make sense to see everybody lined up side by side getting ready to fight them with dragons flying overhead. <laughs> no, no, no. It The political battles will all be over by that time. You know what I'm saying? There's going to be defined, you know battlefronts you know what i mean leading against the dead you know you're gonna have i mean the north is gonna be sorted out king's landing is gonna be sorted out dorn and whatever they're gonna have their alliance with whoever and then then it'll be a big attack there's not gonna be any more of the political interminglings and stuff you know what do you think's brand's role in all of this is gonna be because we haven't, I mean, he wasn't here last season or anything. He looks to be a pretty big character in this season, and I mean, he is seeing a lot of things. Well, you get to see, you get to see him laying in the in the roots of the tree, all right. Which, I mean, you you see in the preview and stuff like that, he's seeing things. Yeah, he's seeing the Night King. He's seen he's visions seen like and a stuff. Big frozen werewood looking thing. Um, I mean, do you think he's gonna have a be like a helping point for the arm for the Knights King. Do you think he's gonna help out with John and everybody else? Do you think he's possibly someone who resurrects John? I don't think he resurrects John, but 
I think he's going to be big in the John storyline mm-hmm. in the North. You know, I don't know if he'll be able to like warn people like of movements or uh, of the future, the possible future that could be coming and look at the past and different things like that. I mean, he's a green seer. He's supposed to be able to see the future, you know. So, I don't know if he's necessarily green seer. Yeah, that's what he was taught. That was given to the guy who died. What was his name? Yeah, Gojin. but that's why he came to him. He is a green seer. As well. Okay. Um, but, you know, the guy in the tree or whatever is supposed to be his trainer. You know, to teach him how to, to use his powers, basically. So, I imagine we're going to get a pretty advanced version of Bran. To me, it just seems like he's the missing link when it comes to the battle with the, the dead. Like, somehow he's going to be the that extra umph that you need to have an actual leg up in the, in the battle or something. I don't know. I just don't know if he's going to be on the side with the Night's King or if he's going to be on the side with... Westeros, because I I don't know what side Blood Raven's playing, because he's been up there a long time. You know, maybe he's talked to him. There's speculation that he knows the Night King. All right, well, so, you're saying Blood Raven, like it's definitely Blood Raven. We don't know that even 100. percent I, I mean, it's a lot of speculation here. Brand's character is total speculation because the books have ended and we do not know where Brand goes yeah. from there. Uh, I mean, we were caught up with his storyline the season before this. That's why he wasn't even in the show last season. Yeah. As long as there's Hodor in there, I'm okay. <laughs> Which we don't see Hodor in the trailer. We don't, you know. Uh, but Bran is also enormous. He is super big. And you see him standing looking at the Night's King. So, you know he's breaking into some kind of dream sequence or something. You know, he's seeing. You know what I mean? Because he can't walk. So we're assuming that doesn't get fixed somehow. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess we're going to have to wait and see, yeah. I guess, and so on. But, you know, I really can't think of any other characters that are really kind of, you know, blowing my skirt up and stuff. But overall, just to kind of rehash it again, I think the season-wise is that they've shown us so much and so much going, you know, going like that. I really feel like the way they're setting this up, like you just said earlier, the pace is going to be really, really amplified. You know, that it's just going to be one after another, one after another, one after another. Because they've done a whole lot of building this last season as well. So, you know, I'm feeling like we're going to get a high pace, high intensity, and really hone it in for the last season or two to ram it home. Yeah, I think the end of this season will be everybody has a defined path. You know, I'm, you know, I'm going here, I'm going here. You know, this is my goal. This is my goal. You know what I mean? You'll know where everyone stands at the end of this season. I don't know if we'll ever reach a point where everyone has a defined path just because it defeats the point of the show a little bit is that we never know where it's going to be going. Well, just because they have a defined path of where they plan on going doesn't mean they'll succeed necessarily. True. You know, but I have a feeling like it's a character A is like, I'm going to take Winterfell. And character B's like, I'm going to keep Winterfell. You know what I mean? They both have a defined path, but I would say one of the characters needs to die. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So end. A or B, one of them ends. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's the defined path. Like a 
a plot has ended. You know what I mean? Okay. And it's, it's knocked off each side. <laughs> I, I can definitely see that happening. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that, you know, it's like lines are drawn so we know where we're going. Right, because I feel like we got to have to start culling the, the, the crowd a little bit. Yeah. Do you foresee we lose major characters this season? Oh, yeah. I mean, any, any, any predictions? Most likely to die this season. Uh, One of I said, Melisandre, I think, is going. Um, I think Bran, maybe, or Jorah. I'm sorry to say Jorah, but I think Brand's definitely a real possibility. Um, or what about Ramsey? Do you think Ramsey makes it? I mean, that'd be a pretty okay. big Boltons. We didn't really talk much about the Boltons. They're not very love characters right now, especially in the show. That usually means you live long. <laughs> Very true. Although the last one <laughs> just who was put it out there, that means like it kind of gives you more life-like expectancy. I don't know. Tywin's gone. Joffrey's gone. They, they, they weren't very loved. I'll give you that. I don't know. It looks like the Boltons are going to get some pretty big play this season. So I mean, it looks like they're involved in some pretty big battles. Yeah. So I mean, you got to think one of them goes down, or they take out. Like I mean, this is like where you said the two plot lines are meeting. Yeah. Someone has to die. Yeah, I think one of them needs to end in some form or fashion and if it's sansa facing them i would think the ramses go down yeah you know or the bolton sorry but i mean like who else could they be fighting john i, I don't see them beating john well in the trailer you see tormund giants bane fighting him you know it looks like yeah. the shields have the flayed men flags on them so you know that's the north people fighting them and so i mean that would lead me because i mean if the boltons end up fighting all of the north they either have to die or they kill everyone in the north and have no one to protect. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think now that we've talked about it, the Boltons are who I would expect to be the major characters who are dead by the end of the season. I'm completely fine with that, by the way. Bruce is a pretty awesome character. You know, I, I know he's a bad guy. Even Ramsey's an awesome character. They're pretty awesome, you know, as far as bad guys go. Yeah, no, I'll give you that. I mean, it's like the new, it's like the new version of Lannister. Uh, I'd say it's a worse version of the yeah, Lannister. Pretty vicious version. Yeah. Do you have any predictions on who you think is going to not make it out of the season? You know, to be honest with you, you know, I, I really kind of feel like since the it's unknown that I really feel like we're going to get a shock that like one of the big characters goes. I just can't really say, you know, like who I would think more than anybody. Would you say maybe Cersei? You know, I mean, I'm serious. Like one of the big dogs, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, like, a uh, Danny's a big dog. You know, I don't see I, her dying. I don't dying, see her dying. But I'm just saying, like, that that caliber of a character. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the only ones up there I could think of is maybe Jamie or Cersei. Yeah, I could see one of those, you know. But outside of them, I couldn't really think. It'd be hard to kill Sansa just because you've tried to build her up so much. You finally give her a season of power. I mean, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just putting it out there that I just feel like this season could really throw us a, a, you know, a rope-a-dope and we lose one of our big dogs. Well, I mean, give, it, give us a name. Well, I mean, to be honest with you, my, my first thought was a Cersei. Is that, you know, just the second you, you see her getting some momentum or something, you know, her in the mountain, Frankenstein, you know, something goes awry or Yeah, wrong. I mean, what about a Marjorie? Or, Ooh. Um, what's her brother's name? Loris. Uh, Loris. You know. Well, I mean, Loris is uh, Iron Fist coming up in the new Marvel series on Netflix. 
Yeah. So, I mean, he's already got a job lined up. So, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I kind of feel like that, you know, a little bit. And I, I'm just having a hard time predicting one. But I'm interested to see where the Cersei uh, zombie mountain plot line goes. I'm hoping that the zombie mountain is like a major player. You know, I want to see this guy just go in there and clean house. I mean, well, I think we all are, all are. A couple scenes in the trailer already show him doing some pretty dirty work, it looks like. Yeah, so that right there to me is like money in the bank, you know. So. I hope to see him without a helmet on and that they did a decent job with his makeup. I'm going to be honest with you. He's just as creepy with the helmet like it is. I well, because he's supposed to be beheaded because they sent the head to the uh The dorm, dorm-ish. yeah. Uh, I don't know. I want to see something cool. You know? Yeah, I, I want to see where they're going to go with that. That's going to be pretty sweet. Comes out with flames out of his head like Ghost Rider. <laughs> okay, no we're, we're going to need you to stop talking. No, no. thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, I, I don't have anything else to kind of roll with. You Anything else y'all want to throw a sprinkle on on here? Nah, man, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, guys, like I said, we just want to kind of chat this amazing show, uh, and we think it's going to be epic. You know, if you've got some predictions or some thoughts about where you think it might go or you like something we talked about or think there's something you want to sprinkle in, hit us up, you know, at Lee TV Podcast on Twitter, uh, as well as our Facebook page or email. We'd, we'd love to chat and converse with you. Um, we definitely want to put a lot of feedback into this on this podcast when it comes to Game of Thrones. Um, we feel like the opinions and predictions are going to be what's the most exciting part of, you know, looking forward to each and every new episode. So don't be afraid to hit us up. Always do that. Subscribe to us on iTunes, um, you know, Stitcher, all those things. Uh, but other than that, guys, I think we're just going to call it a night and look forward to uh, the 24th at 9 p.m. on HBO. Uh, but this is uh, Bleed TV, and I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And we'll see you guys then. <laughs>